Hi, friends. Welcome to Race to Rise podcast, a place where we discuss bite-sized wisdom nuggets with easy-to-follow practices to live a better life. I am your host, Mithal Patel, a parenting junkie, Ayurveda enthusiast, and an advocate of conscious living. All right. Hello and welcome to Race to Rise podcast. Thank you for being here for each and every one of you. Today, we have someone special with us and we are, you are going to love this because have you ever heard someone say, it's all about moms? Have you ever been to a corner where you actually feel like you're being seen, you're being heard, and you're being understood? Well, if not, we have someone who just does exactly what I just mentioned. Let's welcome our today's guest, Haley. Thank you, Haley, for doing this. And thank you and welcome to our show. We can't wait to hear your wisdom and, you know, just just learn and have a conversation with you. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and just chat and have fun. I actually honestly have to ask you that your page, you're super hilarious, first of all. And at the same time, you're like with your memes, you're bringing the reality on the page. You know, that's actually who we are, you know, the messy buns and, you know, just sometimes it's just like the realness or rawness that you bring. I really love that about you. And, you know, there are so many days when you actually make me feel like, oh, she gets me, you know, all about the mom life, the motherhood. And right before we started actually recording, we were talking about how what we've seen with our moms, like, you know, who were just housewives and they were home and taking care of kids. So we kind of acquired that dream as like, okay, that's what maybe, you know, stay at home mom. That's what probably we're going to be. But we both have such a supportive partners and we're we're kind of in the same, you know, this whole creator phase and creator, you know, industry. And so I wanted to ask you, what what inspired you to get to this, wherever you are right now as a creator? Yeah, so it started really last year in the spring of 2021. I remember it well because it was on Mother's Day and I had two very little ones and I just felt like I was just not able to properly express myself in a group setting. I'm not super talkative and bubbly. And I just felt like I had so much in me that I wanted to talk about and share. And I just didn't know where. And so I just, you know, I just was like, started seeing people do these like reels. I didn't really know what it was. And I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to put myself out there. You know, it was just who followed me at that point was just like family and friends. So it was kind of awkward, but I kind of was like, I don't really care. I'm just going to express myself because I really need to. I was in a really bad spot. I just felt like I was on the back burner and I needed something creative for to express myself. So that's that's really what got me started was just that desire to be able to put my voice somewhere because I was having a hard time doing that in my personal life. And I just wanted to share like genuinely like real stuff that I deal with that are and normalize it. Cause I was like, it's so normal to deal with this, but why aren't more moms talking about it and sharing this? Because, and the more I did, the more moms I saw were like, Hey, I deal with that too. And you just are like, Oh, I'm not alone in this. So, I mean, that's really how I got started. And it just kind of has grown from there, just building this great mom community of just moms that are just there to support each other. Not just me. I love seeing that other moms within the community are really like 
being there for each other too. That's so wonderful. I, you know, a lot of times I think, and I learned this through, you know, in my journey that as moms, we think that we actually don't think about our basic needs. Let's just put it that way. Just because we're moms now, we're like so much into our kids, you know, and taking care of the kids and nurturing those, you know, those human beings who are part of us and, you know, who actually chose us to be their, their, you know, parents. But there's this basic need of us feeling creative. And, you know, like as kids, we're into that playfulness. And as we grow, like, you know, I think we forget that that is one of our needs to be creative. And I'm so glad that we have such a, like, you know, amazing platforms like Reels, TikToks, whatever that is. Like, you know, so it all has good and bad, but at the same time, it's how we use it instead of it using us. And so I actually also have to say that I'm so glad that we have, we're in this generation where we have this creative outlets where we can actually be more and, you know, just share and just do something. And instead of like, you know, feeling like I'm being judged and it actually also enhances our confidence. So that's what happened with me. And so absolutely, it really does. Cause you realize like, oh, I can voice something and people agree with me and support me on that. And like you said, like we, social media, like even 10 years ago, wasn't what it is today. I mean, back then be creative. It was like, can you paint? Can, and it's like, no, it's like, well, then you're kind of limited on how you can express yourself. And now it's just this whole other way that you can just put yourself out there and find other people that just really resonate with you and encourage you. And it just builds you up. It's, it's wonderful. It sure is. And, and that's why I think I love, you know, how, how you mentioned earlier that you really wanted to build a mom community. We don't have, like, on a daily basis, you know, as moms, when do we get a moment to get out and see a next door neighbor, right? It's just like so hard. But now with, with our social media, we at least have that we can connect with another mom. All over the world, you can connect with moms. It's the most incredible thing. And just learn about them in different cultures. And it's just a whole other way to connect. Because, yeah, it's hard to make play dates work all the time. and But this is different. And it's wonderful. Like yeah, that. and it, it also, like, opens up new channels of creativity, you know, opens up channels of deep conversations. And I feel like there is always, you know, there's always goodness in if we want to look at it that way. But I'm glad that you're doing it because how would I have otherwise I would have found you, right? <laughs> right. We never would have met in life if we weren't if on we, social. It wasn't, right. Yeah. You know, uh, one thing I actually have to bring out, just to even just laugh it out, that I never felt so seen until I saw about the laundry, your laundry concept, like, yeah, it takes seven to day, eight days for me to put up, put my laundry back on where it goes. There's one lady that has said that she actually enjoys it. And I'm just like, how? Like, let me learn from you. How do you enjoy it? Is there some technique? Because <laughs> I will avoid it at all costs. I will just like, eh. <laughs> you know, it's and I have so much support. Like, I, you know, I live with my mother-in-law, my husband. So my husband's he and my mother-in-law. They always take care of the laundry. All I have to do is put my laundry back to and just mine and kids, like just, you know, put it back in the closet and wherever I need to hang them. 
it, it legit takes me a week. Like, it'll literally stay. It's having to put it away. I'm like, I will throw it in the wash. That's not a problem. Exactly. It's having to go hang it up and put it in the drawers. That's the part where I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> And I felt, I felt so seen. I was like, oh, man, she gets me. She actually gets me. But I have to say that, you know, I used to think, and I still think sometimes that putting laundry away is waste of my time. <laughs> right? Like, we're just going to wear it again. So I actually want to ask you from that, that what could you, what do you think, you know, that we do all day and not consider it as a waste of time? Something that we do all day? Yeah, as moms. I think something that we could do all day and not be a waste of time, I always say, is just enjoying simple moments making those memories because a year from now I'll remember that and not so much the laundry that's in my closet however maybe that's not obviously it's not realistic to just focus on having fun and making memories like we have life to live but I would say like that would be one thing throughout my day where I'm like that wasn't a waste of time to take that time with my kids and go do something even though I neglected like my whole house but that's just something that I'm always like, I mean, 10 years from now, I'll remember that day, but I'm not going to remember what my house looks like or anything, you know? Oh my gosh, I really love that. And I have to second that, that, and I don't get to share that much on the social medias or anywhere because I'm never home. 11 hours a day, I'm out. And so when I come, you know, I have my corner of recording, so I don't get to share the entire, or I don't have, I don't get to share the realness of life, but my house is messed. And you know what? I rather sit with my kids 15 minutes each than clean up the messy living room. And so I totally have to agree with you that I prefer connection time with my kids rather than making sure that my house looks neat and, you know, perfect and, you know, everything at its spot because I'm not going to remember that from your year from today. So you will. <laughs> you will. And it's like within five minutes, it's a mess again. So. You know, obviously you clean your house at times and that's great, but I am not one that I'm like, it's got to be clean all the time. I'm like, it just is, it's a waste of time, honestly. Like I'd rather go make memories, spend time with my kids than make sure it's like constantly clean. There was one time I actually was having, a, just like on, on podcast, I was having a conversation with mom and she was all about, she was like a color psychologist. And so she would tell you like what colors to have our kids' rooms and stuff like that. And something sparked in, in me and I was like, wow, you know what? I really don't want to design my home as per societal standards. Like the living room has to have a TV here. It has to have a couch. Rather, I'm just going to, you know, if my kids needs to create a messy corner over there, I'm going to create a messy corner for them. Oh, Whatever yeah. works for them, right? They're home. Yeah. And so I think that is such a valid point that you brought like, yeah, there is a need and time for, of course, so keeping our house clean and not dusty or, you know, that way we're not, it's not unhygienic. But at the same time, I don't need to have like, okay, let me just organize this. I'd rather spend time with my kids. <laughs> Choose that. So I'll be honest over there. I totally agree. You know, from, from that, I really want to ask you that as a mom, what do you think is like a one lesson that you think the mom role has taught you and you think that everyone should learn at some point in their life? I would say boundaries. 
it's a big one for me. And it changed my life when I really started just putting my family first instead of what other people around us maybe wanted or expected. And just being like, okay, I know you do it one way, but my family, we're different and we need to do it this way to function properly. Learning to say no. Sometimes, you know, when my kids were much younger, I would have to just cancel on play dates and social events because I was so overwhelmed and I just had to do what was best for myself and my kids at that moment. So I would say boundaries, but I feel like even if you don't have kids and a family, like it's just an important thing to just have those boundaries. I have to say that is such a, like, I honestly didn't learn that, you know, as a new mom, it took me, it took me good, good about six years when my first one, you know, turned six years and I only had one child till then. It's like, that's when I, when I became pregnant second time, that's when I started saying no. And I cannot, you know, I couldn't, couldn't agree more that since I started putting the boundaries and saying no to the things that are like, I don't feel like joyful anymore and I don't want to be part of, it actually feels a lot lighter. And there's no pressure that I have to meet someone else's expectation because you know what? That's not serving me. Would you rather me be at your place, you know, not happy? Or would you rather me just, you know, be in my own space and not show up with like not a good mood. Yeah. I mean, true supportive people will want that for you and they'll understand. That's what I always say. I'm like, listen, if don't ever give up on the mom that is canceling because she probably needs the most support, honestly, because she's probably really overwhelmed. Give her space, but also check on her. Let her discover those boundaries. Don't just be like, well, she didn't come the last time, so we're not going to invite her to anything else. You know, let you know, just respect each other's boundaries, be supportive, try and be understanding, even if maybe you don't think the same way exactly. But, you know, everyone has their different boundaries. I really love that what you mentioned about that we create this whole idea that she didn't come last time or she didn't come to these events. Let's just forget about her. I feel like that's kind of like a myth that we create around people and personality. Like, I don't think she likes to come. Let's let's just not invite her. Instead, let's just like, you know, let's support her because you never know. You never know what she was going through last time. And she might be ready. She might be actually looking to come out again. But, you know, she probably is feeling a little ready now to join, you know, the social meetings. So I really love that you're bringing. So I feel like that's something like a like a myth that we've created in like a judgmental myth about people and personalities like that's how she is I'm not going to create what do you think you know that's a common myth about motherhood in in your opinion so this one I don't know maybe a lot of people will be like oof but just I feel like growing up I had this idea that once I become a mom I'm gonna feel fulfilled that I will just feel like fulfilled and I was talking to my husband and I just told him like honestly like is that bad that I don't like I need something else like I have my kids and I'm thankful but I need I'm not content just being stay-at-home mom I need like another outlet to make me feel more fulfilled and I feel like that's not something that's talked a lot about you know when you're a mom you you are grateful that you're a mom 
you are fulfilled. Those are the things that people tell you. And there's just, I was never told that you might not feel fulfilled. You might feel like you still need to do other things besides being a mom. So I think that's a big myth is that you will feel fulfilled once you become a mom. Wow. That's, you know, that's so true. So initially I also, well, I had no choice but be stay-at-home mom. We had a business, like my mother, my mother-in-law had a business, my husband had a business, so I had to help out with the business. But I also had a child who didn't speak. He was really delayed. He was like four and a half, but he still didn't speak. And so, you know, that was my first choice initially because I was in college up until he was two and a half. And then I took, you know, I decided to stay home. And in that time when I was, because initially I was still in college, so it didn't feel like, you know, yeah. But when I started staying home, I felt the same. It's like, oh, I want to do something. I, you know, I'm not meant to just stay home. Just because I'm mom, it doesn't mean I cannot choose a career. Or just because I'm a mom, that doesn't mean that I don't have my own dreams and desires. And, you know, I don't have to choose one or the other. I can choose both. And so I'm so glad that you brought up. And you're right. You know, it, it's not really... People don't really talk about that because I also like I grew up in a culture where moms had no choice but stay at home because, you know, it was all about just dads providing. And that's all I saw. I saw just, you know, men's dads working and women staying home and taking care of the family and home. And so I guess that's probably why, you know, it's also not talked about and it feels like it's but it's just like that's not true. We don't have to do it just just because we're a mom, you know, we can we don't have to stay home. We can invest in our passion, invest in our dream, do whatever you want. Like I have such a fulfilling career and I thought this is it, you know, like mom and I have a great, great role. And then I said, No, this is not it. I have a really safe and, you know, stable career. And I was like, No, I think I wanna do something different. I wanna do something more. So I'm like switching to you know, coaching now. So I feel like it's so important for us, you know, for us to talk more about this, that it's okay for you to want to achieve a dream, for you to start a business, for you to start a side hustle, for you to, you know, do anything that you want. Yeah. And it doesn't make you a bad mom that you for feel sure like not. have something else in you. I grew up the same way where it was, like I said, stay home mom, my dad provided and that was kind of the expectation for me. And so growing up, that's, I was like, okay, once I become a mom, I will have this feeling of this is what I want in life. And it it was like, oh, wait, but I still feel like I need something else to do. And I just really loved bringing in income and contributing also in that way. It just, it made me feel more fulfilled to be a mom and to do that. So, but some moms just want to be stay-at-home moms. And I think that's amazing too. I just think it's important that we just respect each other and how we're fulfilled is what it comes down to, you know. I really like that you brought that point because, you know, we're not, you know, it's not about shaming or it's not about, you know, it's not about shaming or making other moms feel guilty. You do you, you know, whatever works for you. I know I needed a creative outlet and I cannot be stay-at-home mom. I know I've tried it and it doesn't work for me. So that's just my choice, but you know, if that if that works for you I am rooting for you kind of a thing right I am celebrating you that amazing and really good for you you know it just our choices doesn't make us good or you know it doesn't make us 
good or bad. It's just this is what works for me and my family. You know, that's okay. You're completely fine. And, you know, this is what it makes. This is what fulfills me and this is what works for us. And I'm, I'm okay with it. This was, you know, I, I'm glad that you brought that point. So again, yeah, we're not making, we don't want to shame or guilt anyone. It's just, this is what we're choosing. I have found that all moms dif- are, you know, we're different humans. Yeah, we're unique. We're all unique in our own ways. We all are moms, but we're unique and we all mom differently. And so I, I've really been, being on social media has helped me more with that understanding. Like no one moms exactly like me and I need to just make sure I'm supportive of them and hope that they'll be supportive of me and my choices. And I'm still trying to figure it out. So I hope people are patient with what I choose. And, you know, it's all about just being supportive and kind to one another and not pushing our opinions too hard on other moms is my thing. For sure. I actually love the point that you just brought up that, you know, I feel like because of social media, we can see unique moms. Because otherwise we've ideal, idealized, you know, that this is how a mom role works. But now, you know, we get to see more and more. And so it's like, yeah, there's like so much uniqueness, you know, in the world. And it's just like so amazing to see. And so like you said, let's, let's just be kind to each other, support each other and, you know, with our choices because that's what works for, you know, we make the best choice is available for us. And from, you know, what we know, when we know better, we do better and we keep doing better. And so while we're still figuring out, like, you know, how you're saying, I'm still on that road too. And I think I always call myself that I'm a, you know, I'm a student of life. So it's always work in progress. You know, we'll just, we'll keep learning. I really have to ask because I always, I always wished that someone would ask me. And because, you know, you share like so much realness as mom. I really want to know your point of view there. What would you regret not doing, being, or having in your life? Well, kind of what we talked about. I think if I, years down the road, look back at this time in my life and just remembered myself as being a stay-at-home mom, stressing, cooking, cleaning, and not having something for myself, I think I would I would really regret that. And that's why I really do try and prioritize what I'm passionate about. It is a balance. It's always hard. I've been struggling with like finding that balance between like pursuing my passions and doing everything I do on social media, making sure I'm the right mom. I'm not perfect at it, but I do feel like it's important because I want to know that I made an impact for people. That's a big thing for me. So, I mean, that's, that would be my answer. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. And I have to answer because, you know, I always wished and I always want to know more about this specifically. Like, you know, what would make you feel regret? I actually read this book beginning of the year called The Midnight Library. If you've never heard about it, like you might want to check it out. It was all about regrets. And so since beginning of the year, I've been thinking a lot about what would, you know, make me, you know, feel regret about not doing something or being certain way or having something. And I really have to, like, I'm in alignment with what you're saying. I have to say that, you know, I would really regret knowing that I didn't try my best in pursuing my dreams and my passion, and my, you know, working towards my purpose. Because I feel like, I also feel like it is my responsibility 
responsibility to work, you know, live my purpose and, you know, live my passions because I want to show my kids that you can dream too and you can achieve your dreams. And so I really want to model that, that it's okay. It's not selfish to, you know, have a dream or work on your dreams. So that's one of the things, like, I feel like it is my responsibility to model that pursuing my passions and show them like you can do it as well and so I would highly regret if I don't do that you know if I don't give my give my best in doing that but I really love you know Haley that how like real and raw that whether you share the content or you know your your realness here with us thank you before we let you go I want to ask you where can the listeners find you online Yeah, so they can find me on Instagrams, mainly where I'm hanging out. And my handle is Daily Mom Vibes. And it's just pretty straightforward. I just share fun stuff. Sometimes it can be serious. It's kind of just whatever I'm feeling, but it's all real because mom life is fun and hard and serious. So I try and share just kind of all aspects. It's really just what I'm feeling that day is usually what you're going to see. But, um, there's a great community there. Wonderful moms all over the world gather there. And we, you know, we're just all friends and hang out and support each other. So you're welcome to come join us. Yeah, I know. I really. So if you want to know, you know, all my life, you don't want to miss Haley's page. We're going to have her handle and all the details in the show notes as well. But Haley, and of course, don't forget that, you know, Haley does post like really cool memes too about mom life. And so I actually love those too. But thank you, Ailey. No, this was, this was amazing. You know, you actually are really fun to, you know, chat with. And you brought like such a great, such a great wisdom and the realness, you know, a realistic life from a mom's perspective and who's, who's trying to live her, you know, who's working on living her own dreams, passions, and at the same time, making sure that she's setting boundaries with, you know, with other people so that, she can be what's best for her and her kids and, you know, take care of her mental health at the same time, not worry about putting the laundries away. So that is Haley in short for us. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. So thank you, everyone, for listening to us. And stay tuned because every month, the last Friday of the month, we bring moms and dads like like Haley who are, you know, doing everything and, you know, sharing sharing the realness on on the social medias and at the same time, you know, they're playing the, the role of a parent, you know, mom or dad. So we love having you moms here and, you know, share your perspective. So thank you, Haley, Haley, for so much for being here, for your conversation, for your energy, for your time. This was amazing. Oh, thank you so much. That's it for this week's episode of Race to Rise. Be sure to sign up to our email list at risewithmetal.com. And join us again next time for more wisdom about life, kids, and everything in between. I am Mitha Patel wishing you happy raising and rising.